Brother! Greetings, honorable battle brother. Today we are discussing the Iron Hands. The least written or talked about legion to ever be composed. Yes. You see, here on this podcast we make many jokes about the Alpha Legion, but the Alpha Legion is done on purpose. Yes. Allegedly. The Iron, the iron Hands, maybe not so much. Yeah, the Iron Hands is because even though they have a really cool idea, there's not a lot really about them. Do they have yes. a book? They have so... Not really. Not like everybody else. Uh, Ferris Manus is talked about in other books, in other Legion's books. And ah. like, uh, but like, I think there's only... One. So there's one Horus Heresy book about the Iron Hands, I believe. Uh, and then there's the Primarch book about Ferris Manus. Okay. Um, but there are Iron Hands characters that are re- relevant and prevalent throughout the Horus Heresy because after some stuff we're going to talk about happens, uh, the Iron Hands sort of lead the the counterattack against Horus and the Traitor Legions right. uh, as part as part of the Shadow, Shattered Legions and the Orphans of War. Um, we're going to talk about some specific characters that are prevalent throughout, uh, like, these side stories that go on. Yeah. So, we should but talk about Ferris Manus, as, as is the sacred pri- tradition of our show. We talk about the Primarch way too much. <clears throat> we talk about the Primarch way too much. Uh, so, Ferris Manus, um, literally meaning uh, Iron Hand, Iron Man. Uh, yes. Ferris, me- in Latin for Iron, Manus, Latin for Man. Yes. He is the Iron Man. Yes. Um, he has was he was uh, he crash landed on the planet of Medusa, I believe, yep. which is uh, right next to the Eye of Terror, which is frightening, frightening, scary, scary. Yes. Um, so we don't know much about his upbringing, other than that, uh, at some point, uh, he obviously um, the 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 planet, the people on the yes. planet of Medusa were very fractured into clans. Yes. And he um, kind of perpetuated the clan infighting because yep. what, after, I should preface this, after he took control, he encouraged that the strong were the only ones to survive on yes. his planet. Yes. Um, at some point on, at his upbringing on Medusa, he murdered a... No, there's something before that. He okay. may have released the creature that he killed. Yes, no, he did. When he was it, born, or when he was yeah. a, a giant seven-foot-tall child, he discovered yep. an X mark on the pod that brought him. The, the X mark on the pod, and then the cha- and he explored, he explored the pod and the chamber that he was in, and eventually he found a, quote, a w- imprisoned colossal biomechanical worm. It was a Necron, um, I don't know if it was a shard of a Catan, but it was, uh, it was Necron tech. Literally, it was because, so, skipping forward a little bit, he strangles this thing to death with his yes. bare hands yes. uh, in a pool of lava or something like that. A pool of, the specifics say, yep, lava. Cool, I remember shit, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, he strangled this thing to death, and the, the living metal that the Necron tech, that all Necron tech is composed of, literally separated from the mechanics of this this giant dragon worm thing and attached itself to uh, Ferris Manus's hands. Yes. So, in practice, 
he literally became iron I'm, hands. Like yes, he had this, iron hands. This Very silver metallic, this silver metallic liquid would embed itself onto his skin on on his hands, and it would like. It was never hardened liquid, you know, it never turned into a solid. It was always, like, shifting around in liquid, and he yes. could do stuff with it. Like, and punch, he, like, forge metal by punching it really hard. He could literally forge with his bare hands. Would that make it easier wild. or harder? I guess if you were good, as good as he was, probably easier. Ah. Also. Because he became one of the greatest smiths yeah. in the galaxy. Yes. Uh, apparently, there were... So apparently this planet, um, the planet Medusa, had all these kind of weird monsters... Like, the Necron... Necron Yormungandr, the thing that he yeah. killed with his bare hands, was not the only robot life on this planet. Really? Yeah. Um, on the planet Medusa, there were things like, called Mechorachni and Phase Wraiths. So these are, in the way they phrase the Hu Necher, which... The Egyptianness makes it implies that these are this is a Necron-based planet. Absolutely. So something, 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 something. Yeah. So Necrons died. So Necrons fought on this planet, and then eventually Necrons created. From what I'm assuming, from what we see here, it's not clear. It's not confirmed. But what I'm assuming is that the Necrons, like Tyranid creatures, did on Catechin. They um, formed a kind of biosphere. <laughs> hmm. So, like, the, the giant robot monsters on the planet are Necron life forms. I getcha. Right, right, right. That's frightening. It is, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, after the worm, after Ferris Manus, the ma after the man of iron got his hands of iron, uh, his clan won. Yes. And uh, eventually. Uh, he didn't really unify his planet on purpose. Yes, because he believed that the infighting made everything like you know the infighting forges like just as hammer, just as iron is forged upon the anvil, so too are the clans forged upon the hand the anvil of eternal infighting and bickering, and this will make right. them strong. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so he, at some point, he was given the nickname of the Gorgon. By um, Fulgrim. By Fulgrim, who became his best friend. We'll get to that in a second. Yes. Um, but, like, not only did uh, he not care that he was equated to, so, the, like, the definition of ugly, he liked it. He actually enjoyed that nickname. Uh, and it's it's just a funny bit of uh, character development, I guess, that GW decided to write about this character they wrote about <laughs> at some point. Definitely. <laughs> Uh, but eventually the Emperor would come and save uh, Ferris Manus. Yeah. Not save, he was doing just kind of, He wouldn't, he, this isn't really saving, he just kind of, I have saved you from uh, what's going on? Well, nothing <laughs> really. I'm just kind of here, the people, the clans are fighting, you know, no clan is overly powerful, they leave me to my giant magma forge in the center of the highest peak on this planet. Life is good. He's like, sweet. Uh, I don't like. I, I don't you? like. I don't like how that was a better Lehman Russ impression than you described during the Lehman Russ episode. But this is supposed to be Scottish. <laughs> okay, that. Not Fine. really. That was more. That was more akin to um, 
What's his name? Zorin the Bears, Lehman Russ, than you did when we were fucking talking about Lehman Russ. <laughs> Whatever. Damn Moving it! On. I should uh, workshop this. So, uh, yes, he would eventually be reunited with the Emperor, and uh, he would meet uh, some of his brothers. Uh, he would be he would be brought back to Terra, much like uh, every other Primarch was, mm -hmm. uh, where he would discuss at length uh, the Great Crusade with the Emperor. Mm -hmm. um, it was while he was staying on Terra, he would meet uh, the Fulgrim. Primarch Fulgrim. Yes, uh, and it was just like a it was like a chill day. Um, he was working out in the forge. He was just making shit like because that was a thing they had in this whole weird sci-fi planet they still have just regular ass blacksmith forges so fun fact the blacksmith forge was in mount everest <laughs> it was the last it was like the last uh i think they were called the terawatt people yep, the terawatt clan and uh they were like the artist the master artisans that the emperor didn't murder uh, and was like, hey, you guys should work for me, and then they did. Uh, but that's where the majority of the, like, the prototype uh, designs for the rest of the Great Crusades equipment would come from, these people. Yep. Um, but he would meet Fulgrim in, the, uh, in this massive forge complex where, mm -hmm. he would be, uh, where he was working, and then Fulgrim, in being a fucking prissy little bitch, um, would challenge him to a, uh, basically a forge Forged off. it, yes. It was a Forged and Steel episode that lasted three entire months. Non-stop, of course. Non-stop. Except uh, probably with more homoeroticism on Fulgrim's part. Probably, yeah. A lot more, like, stripping, like, it looked really, like, like, aggressively. Like the old-school glam metal videos yeah. where it's, like, unnecessary amounts of sparks and, like, yes. a vest that covers absolutely nothing. Yeah. And uh, just kind purpose. of white snake is playing in the background. For and then we cut, over to, we cut over to uh, Ferris Manus, who was just in full protective gear, wearing a welding mask, just yeah. clang, just going at it. As, as, as these Primarchs are wont to do. Yes. Uh, but eventually, at the end of this forge-off, uh, each Primarch would present their, their works and would be told by the other ones that they, that they won. You know, yeah. Ferris Manus made this elegant sword that yes. could light on fire at the fucking touch of a button yes uh and he said fulgrim you obviously beat me and then fulgrim said no no of course you beat me as, I, you made a job i made a like i mean look at this giant fuck off hammer clearly fulgrim this is made the hammer forge breaker uh <laughs> as okay first off lazy writing by gw like yeah what the fuck like, why on earth would Fulgrim make a hammer? Why would... Well, never mind. Ferris making a sword makes sense. Ferris would make anything. Ferris would yeah. literally make anything. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Why Fulgrim would make a hammer, other than he <laughs> knew that Ful, uh, that Ferris would like it, beats me. <laughs> could you imagine if Fulgrim kept a giant fucking sledgehammer? <laughs> well, like, yeah. I mean... If you look at art of, of Ferris Manus with Forgebreaker... It looks like Mjolnir with a long yep. handle. Why would Fulgrim make Mjolnir with a long hammer? I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. Anyway, they would they would become best friends forever. Uh, well, not forever, for about a thousand years, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, so the Ray Crusade would kick off, and Ferris Manus would lead his, his legion. Uh, mm -hmm. He would be reunited with his legion, obviously, and... Uh, would lead his legion into uh, the Great Crusade. Yep. Um, talking about the, the legion. Yes, called. his legion. 
the Stormwalkers. Because and that's they're from cool Albania. Yeah, which was Wait, Albia. Uh, actually is, is Albia England? It was it was the it was the British Isles after uh, like thirty thousand years of war and fucking nuclear devastation. So what you're saying is they're from fuck Scotland. Off! Yeah, I guess so. Somebody put in play me some aggressive bagpipes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I'll edit that in. Yes, every Maybe. time I do this voice. <laughs> okay. Um, I so won't yes, do it, it often. Te technically, technically, it was it was modern day British Isles, uh, yes. minus Ireland, because I don't want to give them that. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> Stormwalkers turned out to be Iron Hands. After well, GW the, is uh, British, so... This is true. Of course they wouldn't write about the Legion that probably has the Irish people in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the structure of the Iron Hands was significantly different than the structure of the rest of the Legions in that most other Legions, like, each company would be made up of, you know, your standard, you know, uh... It depends for the Legion, but, like, let's just say the Ultramarines had chapter masters, yeah. uh, captains, lieutenants, sergeants, like and line infantry. A standard military hierarchy. Standard military hierarchy. Um, the Iron Hands would have that, um, but they would have significantly more uh, tech marines yeah. or, like, workshop serfs. Like, they were very much interested in creating mechanics and uh, so much so that most Iron Hands would prefer if they didn't have flesh, and that instead they had mechanics. Very similar <laughs> Do you mean to tell to me the that mechanics. they crave for the purity of blessed steel? Yes, well, flesh is weak. Amen. Uh, and so they would replace their hands, they would replace arms, uh, they're very interested in cybernetics. Yeah. So there are like, some of them that so just look much, like Terminators. Like so much so that they would they would actively dis uh, dismay each other. They would make fun of each other. Not make fun of them, but they would be like, dude, what the fuck? Why do you still have both your human hands? <laughs> like they craved for the the upgradability of uh, mechanics, of, you know, prosthetics. They would prefer it to For the longest time, all we have ever wanted is complete modularity. Yes. <laughs> exactly. It, yep. They're literally just standing on just like, Brother, look at this poor sad brother. He has both of his arms. Fucking cringe. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. Like, it's laughter. not my fault. <laughs> I'm better at fighting than you are. Ha, <laughs> ha, <laughs> laughter. Haha, <laughs> laughter. Um, so, this would continue. They would go on a bunch of different, um, uh, a bunch of different crusades with other legions, like the, uh, the Sons of Horus, the Lunar Wolves. Uh, they would very much enjoy pairing with the, uh, Emperor's Children, and, um, they would continue to, uh, work together mm -hmm. to further the Emperor's, uh, goals. Yep question. Yes. Why is it that for some reason, like, I understand why Fulgrim and Ferris Manus got along, but why would the Emperor's children and the Iron Warriors get along? The Iron Hands? Yeah, the Iron Hands, yes. That you're gets right. very confusing. Don't worry, you're not the only one who does that. Okay. 
cool. Um, I'm glad it that's... only happened this far into the episode. Because, like, the Emperor's Children and the Iron Warrior, Iron Hands... Twice are, in a row, good job. Yep. <laughs> very different philosophies. <laughs> yes, they were very, very different. Um, yeah. Like... And that's a good... I don't think that they got... It's not that they got a le- along so well, is that they operated as foils to each other. Ah. Well, that, so, make, that makes more sense, because it's like... I, like, I'm, like, Lucius the Eternal, and my best friend, uh, Fergus Crushkill, and it just, a fucking Terminate, like, a, like, not a, not a, not, not like a, not like a, not like a 40k Terminator, like a Terminator movie Terminator walks like Arnold out. Schwarzenegger, yeah. Yeah, dun, 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 clang, clang, hello, brother, it is good to see you, best friend. <laughs> Yes, we are best friends. Can't you see how alike we are? First off, <laughs> Lucius didn't have any friends, and that was half of his problem. Well, that's true. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a that's a good point. I mean, they got they got along together. I think mostly because their dad said so. Ah, oh, so it's like my, so it's the so it's the standard situ standard cousin protocol is what they're saying. Yes, precisely. Uh, yeah, and I mean, technically they were cousins, so, yes. I mean, it works, it works in, in multiple ways there. Yep. So, um, so, moving on to the horse heresy, yeah. um, Fulgrim would eventually come in possession to the Lair Blade, uh, and would become slowly corrupted by Slaneshi demons. Uh, if you want to learn more about that, maybe go to the Fulgrim episode. We, di- we discussed him at length, unfortunately. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but eventually, uh... Fulgrim would be convinced by Horus to join him in rebellion. Yeah. And uh, he was tasked. Fulgrim was tasked by Fulgrim by Horus to uh, bring <laughs> Ferris into the fold or eliminate him from the opposition. Fulgrim was and, tasked by Fulgrim to go do this. Yes. Also that he was also told by the voices in my head in my head to do this. Um, and he would um, eventually come across uh, the Iron Hands. And he would have a discussion with uh, Ferris Manus. And this discussion goes about as well as you'd think. Um, Ferris Manus basically says, what the fuck are you talking about? Why would you Why would you even try this? Um, and Fulgrim gets very angry that uh, Ferris Manus would not see reason. Uh, <laughs> and then they kind of just smack each other for like 45 minutes. Just, how dare you? Ah! No, you listen here, Fer- Ah! <laughs> Back and forth for, like, for three days. Non-stop. <laughs> yeah, um, so Ferris Manus basically says, Fulgrim, you need to fucking stop or I'm going to kill you. And they hit each other with the weapons that they made for each other. Yes. Um, yeah, so Fireblade, the sword that Ferris made, and Storm Forge Breaker, uh, not Stormbreaker. Smash um, Boy. Yes, uh, they hit each other, at, but it results in an explosion. Yes. Um, Fulgrim is knocked unconscious, and uh, Ferris Manus is stunned, and this kind of like, uh, it breaks Fulgrim into a bunch of different pieces, because now he's like, my closest friend wouldn't even trust me, like, this is all this and this, and we talk about how Fulgrim gets more dep- manically depressive as time goes on in his yes. episode, so listen to that. Yeah. And how Fulgrim um, really doesn't like being told no. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of, Istvan 5. Yes, so uh, the 
Trader Legions, the original Trader Legions, set down on Istvan V and prepare to dig in against the uh, the Emperor's Retribution. And yep. this Retribution fleet is obviously, we've talked about this a bunch of different times now, but it is the Vanguard is led by Ferris Manus, uh, Vulcan, and the Corax. other one. Cor- Corvus Corax. His power is to be sneaky, so of course you forgot about him. He deletes Naturally. himself from your mind. Exactly, exactly. That's not entirely a joke. We'll get into that. No, we'll get into that when we talk about him in fucking six and a half years. <laughs> um, but, yes. The, um... The, the drop site massacre happens. Uh, the Iron Warriors... Sm- not the Iron Warriors. I Fuck, I did it now. The Iron Hands smash into the, uh... The advancing forces of the, uh, uh, I was about to say Thousand Sons, but that's not right at all. The Emperor's Children. Yes. And the, uh, they go head to head. They combat, uh, very effectively. The, um, Ferris Manus swings in and fucking butchers a lot of dudes. Yes. Um, but he eventually comes face to face with a very slowly corrupted, um, but indefinitely dangerous, uh, Fulgrim. And they yes. duel each other. And if you've ever seen the art of this, it's fucking amazing. But basically, in this this battle, Fulgrim gets the upper hand on his brother, and he doesn't know what to do. And in that hesitation, the demon that's been corrupting Fulgrim takes over and decapitates Ferris Manus. Transforming Fulgrim into the demon prince of bad touch. Yes, and transforming Ferris Manus into a very dead Primarch. Yep. Uh... Allegedly. A- according to the Canum, allegedly. Ferris no. Manus' corpse was taken to... Mu- no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ferris Manus is dead. He's the only... He, I think he's the only confirmed dead loyalist Primarch. No, they said they took his corpse to Mars. That doesn't mean anything. That just... That could mean that they just tried to turn him into a giant Primarch-sized servitor and failed. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but, I mean... This is a very char- good character piece on Ferris Manus, from what we understand, is that he was very headstrong and irrational. Yep. Um, so, when his brothers said, Ferris, you, you need to calm down, you need to stop, you need to slow down, wait for the other legions to show up, and he just said, fuck it, and just kept running forward, yeah. uh, that, that put a lot of people at a lot of disadvantages, because they were trying to keep up with this. Yeah. And so, as a result, Ferris Manus being a headstrong asshole... Um, kind of sealed the fate of the Loyalist Legions. Right. <laughs> if only uh, any of the Primarchs had had any kind of mental help, then then who knows? Imagine that. <laughs> uh, but yes, so after this, the uh, Iron Hands would be, would be shattered, essentially. Yep. And they're uh, the very few surviving. Um, the so, in comparison to the Salamanders and the Raven Guard, uh, the Iron Hands lost less because the Salamanders were essentially brought down to, like, I forget the, the numbers, but like a 15th of their legion. Yes. And the Raven Guard only left Istvan with, like, I think Corvus Korak says upon uh, extraction from the planet, he says, I came to this planet with 100,000 men. I leave with less than 1,000. Yeah, that's about so, what happened. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, but the Iron Hands lost less than that because um, they were so hardy. They were very... They were um, robots. Exactly. And it's hard to kill robots, as everybody knows. Um, so, yeah. So the Iron Hands would continue to live very struggled lives. 
uh, essentially, uh, they became uh, the leaders of the Shattered Legions. Yes. Uh, so the, the surviving legions would go on to basically conduct guerrilla warfare um, assaults on the traitor legions as they made their way closer to Terra. Um, the most interesting group of this, uh, most interesting example of this was the crew of the Sisyphean. Yes. Um, fun fact, and I had this conversation with Denisius not too long ago, it took me about three and a half years to realize the root word of Sisyphean is Sisyphus. <laughs> Sisyphus being the Greek tra tragedy of the man who has to roll the boulder up the hill every yep. single day. Yep. Well, it makes sense now because the fucking boulder is them trying to fight off this horrendous civil war, trying to make it to the end of this fucking this mountain, and then every day having to do it again because the odds are so surmountable against Every them. once in a it's while, GW has, like, a good idea. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, who'd have thought? <laughs> yeah, uh, but the crew of the Sisyphean would be led by a um, iron father of the... Iron father being a very unique name. Yeah. Uh, rank. Sh Shedrach? Shedrach. Uh, no, no, Shedrach Medusin was a different dude. Um, okay. No, this guy was named Branthon. Uh, ah. I forget his first name. But uh, he was basically critically injured on the uh, on during the drop site massacre. And was basically hooked up to this iron lung that kept him alive on the ship of the Sisyphean. And, uh, like, eventually he'd be put into a dreadnought, I believe. Um, but he basically led this very muddled group of, uh, Raven Guard. That's where Sherokin, uh, Nakia Sherokin, oh. the Raven Guard, the fucking Grim Reaper himself. We'll talk <laughs> about him a bunch later. Um, but, yeah, he was a, uh, member of this crew, uh, as well as... Um, Riven? I forget. Not as important. Uh, ah. Another member of the uh, the, sister, the Iron Hands. Huh. Uh, but uh, it was because of their uh, ideology that um, the flesh is weak that <laughs> this crew would remain uh, surviving with the with Branton at the head of them. Yep. Uh, Shadrach Medusan was another interesting dude. Um, he led a very considerable force against Horus himself. Literally, yes. there was a situation where he literally ran strafing runs on Horus, Mortarion, and Fulgrim's position. <laughs> like, he literally came over himself. in, like, Thunderhawk himself in a plane and was like, fuck this, and just leaned in on a minigun and tried to murder all three of them at once. <laughs> and then Mortarion took a scythe, his, his scythe, uh... Angst silence. chopper. Literally, he literally chucked it at the plane. Chucked <laughs> around the plane, and he dragged the plane down with a chain attached to it, and like with his bare hands. It was no, the coolest fucking scene ever. His scythe was called Silence. Silence. No, Silence was the yes, yeah, Silence and Lantern were his are his tools. Yeah, yes. that's right. Um, I get confused. Sorry, right. but yes. Um, Tyrus's so thing was called Endbringer. That's what it was. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I couldn't remember that. Um. So Shadrach Medusan would lead this guerrilla warfare, very personal guerrilla warfare campaign against uh, the Sons of Horus. Mm -hmm. um, it was Little Horus, Horus Aximand, that would eventually face uh, Shadrach Medusan in single combat, and he almost lost. Ah. So much so, Shadrach Medusan cut Little Horus's face off. Wow. Yeah, imagine that. Imagine getting your face fucking separated from your body. Ah. Um, but 
But so yeah, you mean tell was... me that young Horus wasn't as strong as big Horus? Correct, because little Horus was just a standard old marine. <laughs> we'll talk about him. Whenever uh, we talk about Horus. Yeah, which is soon, I think. 16, maybe, I think. Yeah, I think they're 16. Um, but yeah, so the Shattered Legions would continue to wage this war. A couple were present on Terra, not many. I think mm -hmm. only a handful were there on Terra. Right. Um, but eventually, after the heresy was over, they would uh, be rebuilt. Um, and they would they would have a, a few successor chapters, not nearly as many as those of like the, uh, the Ultramarines or the Blood Angels. Um, but, you know, they would be rebuilt. Um, yep. An interesting thing, though, about... 6,000 years after the Horus Heresy, um, there was a civil war inside the Iron Hands chapter now, chapter, um, where the chapter would basically have a fundamental disagreement with itself on the, uh, and I, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was basically the temp over... This is the tempering, right? Yes. Okay. I think so. Okay. So, it was a debate on whether or not emotions were bad. Interesting. So, hold up. Okay, so, we have, so, it took place during the Horus Heresy. Some within the Legion wanted to take revenge, while others wanted to move on. Mm. Where, some of them, where the split was whether or not to indulge in the need emotions and the need for revenge or to just keep going because emotions are why Ferris Manus died. Oh, okay. So, there was okay. Yeah. So fun fact, there was another disagreement that happened ha! besides that one. Do where tell. they the fundamental disagreement between the the Iron Hands and the now created Sons of Medusa chapter mm -hmm. uh, was over the Astronomicon. Oh. And the uh so, I'm reading this off a thing here, so please bear with me. Right. Um, uh, the Moray Tech Creed was based on the prophetic wave calculations of the triad of tech mystics who believed that they had dis discerned a series of predictive patterns within the micro-fluctuations of the Astronomicon psychic beacon. They believed that the ge geometric patterns contained the word of the Omnissiah and the God Emperor from which the skein of future history and humanity's destiny could be read. Do you mean and to tell me that they looked at the TV static in their beacon Yes. and was like, this shit is the future. Yes. It is the word of God. Yes. <laughs> so, that is what drove the Iron Warriors to uh, basically separate. There was a massive schism and they, uh... They one went one way and the others went the other way. Uh, mm -hmm. That's what the that's what the Sons of Medusa believe. Yeah. Um, fun fact about the Sons of Medusa is they do not have even close to a uh, codex compliant structure because they don't have a chapter master. <laughs> huh. They have a council of three Iron Thanes, sort of like uh, like almost like spiritual leaders, like if like shamans. Um, they're like shamans, but they're tech like they're like techno shamans. So, without uh, librarius powers. Ah. So you mean to tell me that they're just ad mech? They're just ad mech, but like space marines. <laughs> Big ad mech. <laughs> they're they're large ad, really fast ad mech. <laughs> this is true. Um, 
continuing continuing on with uh, sort of the big famous Iron Warriors, Iron Hands. I did it three times now, I think. Um, there was uh, Gabriel Santar. Santar was the... I'm just no. Keep going. I'm just scrolling through okay. Lexicanum. I just I say that as like a force of habit. I'm just kind of scrolling through Lexicanum because we got a lot. There's a lot of stuff, but like the yeah. big list of famous dudes is not here. There's oh, a bunch of events, but like the list of famous dudes is not here. Gabriel Santar was uh, the first captain, I believe, um, of the Iron Hands uh, pre heresy or yeah pre heresy. Uh, he was the captain of the Morlock clan, and everybody yep. in the Morlock clan, I believe, were first company people. Like, mm -hmm. they, they literally were bred into the first company, which is odd. Um, mm -hmm. But that's where all their uh, their heavy hitters were. Gabriel wow. Santor's a scary motherfucker. I see. His, li his lightning claws are, like, like an extra, like, like 15 feet long for some reason. <laughs> it's just frightening. Um... <laughs> Other than that, like, the Iron Fathers, most of the Iron Fathers were interesting characters. Um, mm -hmm. The ones that were written about, obviously, not all of uh, them were written about. He was killed by the first captain of the Emperor's Children. Uh, Eidolon? Or... Uh, Julius Kaesoran. Kaesoran. Uh, yes, that guy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so pre... Um... That is Stavon Five. Yes, so once the Iron, the uh, Emperor's children sort of started, like, weirdifying themselves, started, like, bio, like, uh, engineering themselves yep. with, like, all these abilities. Like, Eidolon had that weird face thing. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah. This is where the similarities can kick in. Yes. The pursuit of perfection. The pursuit of perfection through both bio, bio and mechanical engineering. Right. Where Eidolon and... What was his name? Fabius Bile decided to make their labs squishy and full of various melted protoplasms and like flesh cultures. The Iron War the Iron Hands decided to make all their labs look like metal skeletons. Yeah. Like, and they both thought that they were going the right direction. Yep. And they very much disagreed with the uh <laughs> with the other's interpretation. Yep. Hey, uh, while we're here on the subject of Ferris Menace, did we ever talk about how Fulgrim made in a bunch of clones of Fer had Fabius Bile make a bunch of clones of Ferris Menace that he tried turning to chaos a bunch of different times and he failed every single time, but he kept going. That's so fucking strange. Where is it? clones? I found it. Following the drop site massacre, mentally volatile Fulgrim would have Fabius Bile clone Ferris. However, these clones proved unstable, and each refused to turn against the Emperor, forcing Fulgrim to once again kill his brother and driving him even madder. Ah. So yes, <laughs> Fulgrim literally did the thing in the movie where you replay the messages on your phone from your ex who never let you get that yeah. last word in. Yeah. Reinforcing... All of the gay jokes I've made about Fulgrim. True. True, 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 true. <laughs> um, but other than that, there's not a whole lot more to talk about with the Iron Hands. He I mean, fought we could talk with a, a little... wrench. 
What'd you say? He fought with a wrench. Yeah, yeah, he did. Ferris Manus was also seen fighting with a giant power weapon wrench. <laughs> a, a power, power wrench. That's a that's an achievement. <laughs> he just went to one of his dude. He just sat down and was like, "You see this wrench? This giant Primark-sized monkey wrench that we use for messing with the coolant tubes in my giant tank." Oh, we, we forgot <laughs> to talk about that. These dudes in their giant fucking city-sized tanks. Yeah. That's yeah, the thing they, do they do did. Medusa was known for having giant city-sized mining vehicles. Yeah. And the Iron Warriors continued their tradition. Their fortress monastery is a giant mobile tank the size of a country. <laughs> I need to find what it is called... Right now. <laughs> Organization. <laughs> okay. Uh, continue with your closing thoughts while I search for the name of this thing. Uh, okay. So, the Iron Hands, obviously, we don't know. I mean, we know about them, but there's not much to know about them because there's not much other than, like, consistent characters that came out of it. Um, there aren't many... They were always just there. And they weren't really contributing much because there wasn't much to contribute. They weren't written very well. I mean, the characters were written very well, but Ferris Manus isn't written about, and the Legion itself isn't written about. There were just characters from the Legion that happened to be in, in other stories. And it's a shame because they're literally space blacksmiths who are also, like, full-time mechanics. Yes. Who are also cyborg men. Yes. So Who live in tanks. Who live in tanks. So, like, why why wouldn't you want to write about that? Why wouldn't you write more about that? And unless I'm just completely fucking stupid, and I haven't seen that there are other books written about these guys... Please tell please us in the email, tell me, which we have. tell me. The Battle Brother... Yeah. Battlebrothercast.gmail.com Please do that, yes. Okay, you... What are you thinking? Um, I cannot find it, but that's fine. Uh, these guys... Oh, I found it. The Chapter Fortress Monastery. Um, as the volcanic and earthquake-prone thing, it's a... Every clan has this mobile fortress base called the Land Behemoth, which is oh, basically God. a city on wheels. It's... It's a tank the size of, like, a state... Oh, that they all Christ. live in. That, no, that all of the different clans that. just have. Well, Medusa so like, is a shit place yeah, to live. It's so. like, that is awesome! Why are you not talking about that, GW? Yeah. That's yeah, cool as hell. It is a legion of tech marines. As a nerd, as a science, as a person who likes to make dumb things in his basement... I would want a legion that em that lets me feel like I can have these space marines wielding a giant baseball like wielding like seven plumbing seven seven plumbing apprentice shops worth of wrenches and have it be entirely canon. Yeah. How dare you? 
Did you, like my question is, did they not write about this because of the ad mech or because they wanted to make tech marines and legions be special? Because this is functionally a legion of tech marines. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they had an un unnatural affinity to working with uh, with mechanics and stuff. So I don't know. I don't know why they wouldn't push that further. Because like, and, like yeah. Here's a book about how they change all their gear. Here's a book about why they're obsessed with this. Here's a book about anything about these people. I I don't know. I guess from a corporate standpoint, it's because they probably weren't selling well. Because they don't sell well. They don't. They Uh, still don't. Well, I mean, at this point, it's kind of a recursive cycle. Yes. But, like... Think about it. But you the, have space but hey, marines. Hey, don't worry. They got Black Templar models coming out. <laughs> Ignore all the shitty IP stuff we got going on. Did somebody say Black Templars? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, let us not forget. They did release orc models. That excuses them for all of their bullshit. Right. <laughs> so, like... But, like, think about it. These guys are cool enough to where they make... Where they ha- where they had the admech purposefully care where the admech actually cares about them. Yes. The admech doesn't care about their own people. Right. And they like and respect the Iron Hands. But do we get Iron Hands books? Nope. Disappointing. Watch, it's th- it's the curse of our show. They're gonna come out with new Iron Iron Hands books. Hell yeah! Because we started because back when we made jokes about them making not making Jagatai Khan books about the White Scars. They came out with Jagatai Khan's Primark book, and then the Krieg guy. We made jokes about the Kriegers here, and then they made they made the Krieger kill team. So thank you to all seventy of you who all seventy of you different people who listen and enjoy this. Congratulations! <laughs> you are contributing to the magical powers that we have. To influence GW through the power of not really having GW pay attention to us. Yup. Through the power of psychic effort, we will get them to release Iron Hands stuff. We're just manifesting it. Absolutely. <laughs> At this point, what else can you call it? Yeah. In conclusion, um, I like my I like my cons- the consistency of metaphors that we use here. These guys are Forge Paladins. Which, yes. if you've ever played a tabletop game, Forged Paladins are awesome as fuck. Yes, they're like a, a hybrid paladin and mechanist. Yes. Mechanist? They make machinist. Artificer. Yes, artificer. artificer. Yes. That's the class. Would you, it's like, work. would you like a paladin that can make their own swords and armor and other cool stuff? Right. This is that. Oh wait, I just realized the salamanders. That's the salamanders. It, it, it's a it's a current theme. We'll talk about them when we get to them. Yeah, it's just sad, bro. This is cool. Yeah. This is really cool. And there's like, they don't really they don't have their own books. Do they even have their own like codex for tabletop? No, I think it's a uh, uh, codex like supplement. <laughs> <laughs> They're DLC. They're not even DLC. Right. <laughs> they're no, seasonal be, event stuff. <laughs> to be fair, not mo- most of them don't have their own codex. That's the south. That's true. I yeah. think only the off the top of my head, the Dark Angels, the Grey Knights, um, and maybe the Blood Angels. After Ball came out, Devastation of Ball. But other than that, everything else is in a uh, in their own. 
But the, Salam- and, and, uh, the Salamanders have a codex. No, they have a supplement page. Oh. Wow. So you mean to tell me that besides the really easy lame ones, the other ones are just DLC, are like seasonal event DLC? Correct. Damn. This is why I don't play tabletop. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, they go where the money is. That's true. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> Ain't that the truth, brother? So, the fact that they don't get anything is a crime and a shame. They deserve yeah. something more than just like a feature credit on a bunch of different conflicts. Yeah, which is pretty much what they're what they're brought down to at this point. Yeah. Damn shame! We could have had something that's literally just they could have they could have they could have literally just made like a dude who was literally uh, like a secondary and like think of all the punch counter punch shit you could do with this. Yeah. With Fulgrim and Ferris. Yeah. And like the Emperor's children, the Iron Hands, in their different directions of space marine transhumanism. You are weak, Fulgrim. You are weak, Corvus. <laughs> Look at you with your squishy flesh body. Cringe. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> but Get out of here, ghost, ghost Ferris. <laughs> but Leave you know, me alone. <laughs> the real Ferris Manus would never say that. Yes, I would. <laughs> you are weak, Vulcan. Do we even have quotes to use? For, for Ferris Manus? Probably not. He said words at some point, I think. <laughs> Ferris Menace communicated exclusively by just kind of... Here's a, here's a quote. Angron yelled... Okay. <clears throat> Prepare your bagpipes. Rest! We were not made to rest. We go on, unflinching, unstoppable. Unending in our strength, the Emperor did not make us for such mortal concerns as hearth and home, vanity or contemplation. We are as engines of war, as hammers beating out the fabric of existence into a vessel fit for mankind to inhabit. They can take our lives, but they'll never take our socket wrenches! <laughs> Okay, so with that... <laughs> I think that's a I good think, point to end the episode. I think that's a good point to end now. <laughs> Tune in next week where we talk about Ingron. No. Oh, you, you're never you're never going to get it right. Every, every time you it. get it wrong. <laughs> Who are we talking about then? <laughs> Just ask me from now on. It's fucking sanguineous. God damn it. I think I'm just gonna have the fucking document we used way back in the beginning open. Yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't. I don't know. That's a good question. A I'm good not question. thinking that far ahead. You, you're right. None of us think that far ahead. And that's why we're here. Yep. Okay, everybody listening, have a great day, night. Wherever. Drive home, drive to work, wherever you're listening from. Yep. And we will see you next time when we talk about the glorious Hawkboy Sanguinius. Ave Imperator, brother. Ave Imperator. <laughs>